Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic, the podcast dedicated to all things strange and all things paranormal. I want to send a very special shout out to my new friend, Miss Jennifer Runyon Corman, who has graciously agreed to be interviewed on this podcast on October the 13th. Now, you may have heard of her because she's been in a little movie called Ghostbusters, starring Bill Murray, and I am just so honored to have her. And we have some great shows lined up for October. It is Halloween month. Of course, we have to have some big episodes. But tonight, as you may hear some water in the background, it is because it fits the theme of this week's topic which is the event that inspired one of my favorite movies. And it is, of course, of the more strange variety this week than Paranormal, because it is the event that inspired Jaws. Now, we think of Jaws, and we think Steven Spielberg, Amity Island, uh, one of the greatest films of all time. All that is true. But did you know that there was a real-life incident that almost mirrored the film exactly? It took place in 1916 in Beach Haven, New Jersey on July the 1st. A 25-year-old accountant decides to go for a swim. He was from Philadelphia, and his name was Charles Van Sant. And wasn't long after he got into the water that he was viciously attacked and killed by a shark which took a big bite out of his thigh and left a gaping wound. Five days later and about 45 miles away in Spring Lake a bellhop went out for a swim but he swam slightly outside the safety lines and he had both of his legs bitten off, and he died shortly thereafter. Now, there'd been no record of shark attacks as far back as a hundred years prior to this, and within five days, two men, both in their 20s, by the way, are killed by a shark. Just 25 miles north, where the ocean waters met Matawan Creek in New Jersey, a sea captain walking near a drawbridge saw a large shark heading upstream. Within just 45 minutes of that sighting, the shark swam up through these waters to a popular swimming hole where an 11-year-old boy, Lester Stillwell, and his friends were just having a leisurely swim, as you did in that town. And the shark found him, gripped the boy in its teeth, and pulled him right under the water and killed him. Other boys were terrified. They quickly got out of the water. They ran in a panic into town where they encountered Stanley Fisher. He knew the boy Lester. They went down to the area and he dove into the water and he saw that the water was red with blood. But he did attempt to rescue the boy. He finally emerged, but sadly it was with the boy's lifeless body. 
but the shark wasn't finished. When Fisher came up to a shallow part of the water, the shark viciously bit him in the thigh, spun him around twice, and also submerged him twice. The little boy had already been dead, and Fisher, sadly himself, died from intense bleeding shortly thereafter with an 18-inch gash in his upper thigh where an artery had been severed. As the shark made its way backward toward Keyport Bay, it encountered three boys who were swimming. And guess what? It sunk its teeth into one of the boy's legs and tried to pull him under the water. Another man in a nearby boat actually jumped into the water to help free the boy from the shark's grip and thankfully was successful. And I mean, I might add brave as hell. Now crowds descended upon New Jersey in hopes of catching and killing this shark. The town even set up a large bounty for it because of course this was affecting the tourist uh, trade in the town. The crowds had everything from pitchforks and guns and even sticks of dynamite. A local taxidermist claimed to have captured and killed the shark responsible for the attacks, but there was no way to verify that the shark that he was displaying was the shark that committed the attacks. Now, some people believe the man just made the claim to collect the bounty. Nobody knows for certain which type of shark was actually responsible for the attacks of 1916, but it is theorized that it may have been a large bull shark. For the record, I should say that the author of Jaws, Peter Benchley, says he did not get the idea for his book from the Matawan attacks of 1916, but I say that the parallels between his book and the actual events are pretty staggering. Now, whether that's coincidence or not, I'm going to let you decide. But one thing I can tell you is if you're swimming in the ocean and a single drop of blood comes out of your body from perhaps scratching a shell or a sharp surface, just know that a shark can smell that blood from miles away. And you might just encounter an unwanted shark visit. Be careful out there. For Footsteps in the Attic, this is Brian Hobson. We'll see you next week.